I think we can skip like the, the bit at the start and we can just go straight to it. No, I think we should do a bit. Okay. Okay. So Jeremy, you have a bit? Yeah, I'm gonna do the bit. Tell me, tell me the bit. Uh, Action. Mm, hello everybody, welcome to a very special uh Christmas slash drug PSA crossover episode. Uh tonight we are doing uh your usual the rollback podcast uh with a little bit of uncultured flavor um eddie's not here tonight so it's just gonna be me jimmy and me chema hi we are completely unrestrained today yes it is a wednesday and we are unhinged we don't know what happens on wednesdays it is wednesday my dudes <laughs> so here's the thing um yeah what's up i saw house of gucci a while ago about like like three weeks ago i think yeah um so i don't it's not fresh up here in my memory but mm -hmm. uh i'm hoping some tequila will uh get the old gears turning up in there Ooh. uh gonna loosen up a bit you know gonna loosen up a bit okay <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i don't know why, why don't you get us started Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. Again, I'm Jimmy. Reviewing the house of Gucci. And this is the rollback. So Jimmy, we're going to start this. We're going to start this with a, with, a, with a morning prayer. And we're going to talk about the father, son, and the house, house of Gucci. Gucci. I am obsessed ah. with that. Like I, I saw this movie Saturday. And literally, at least once a day, I've just been like by myself, like a father, son, and the house of Gucci. All right, so I wasn't going to watch this movie because I, I don't know anything. Well, I didn't know about the house of Gucci. And okay. uh, I didn't really care. And I was like, ah, Ridley Scott, maybe I'll watch it. And then I saw the trailer. And when Lady Gaga did that, something in me, like like a switch flipped. Okay. I. It, it really it is like a like a sleeper agent wake up phrase you know it changed my life yeah. entirely <laughs> so it's like it's like winter soldier when they like unhinge him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it completely came for me and and it it like turned me into into a gaga maniac okay or, or how do you call lady gaga fans uh i believe they're called the little monsters it told it turned me into a little monster <laughs> That's, uh, that sounds so nasty. <laughs> that sounds so nasty. Like, oh yeah, it turned me into a little monster. It turned me into a little monster. I was like, <laughs> yes, give me more Catholic Gaga. Uh, <laughs> so that's why I went to see this movie because I saw that in the trailer. That phrase okay. sold me on it. Yeah, it it, it really does does something to it. I'm I'm gonna read you a, a synopsis of the movie and then we can start talking about it. Okay. Okay. So, House of Gucci, a legacy worth killing for. The true story of how Patrizia Regani plotted to kill her husband, Maurizio Gucci, the grandson of renowned fashion designer and founder of Gucci. Do you know what the, what's the name of the, of, of the Gucci founder? Do you know what his name is? Guccio. His name is Gucci or Gucci. 
Oh, it's so close. And the, the, that's why the logo is like the two G's. Like, that's why. It's Gucci Gucci. Yeah. So before watching this movie, I, li- I think I told you about this. I listened to this podcast called Morbid, which is uh, these two girls that tell true crime stories, and they cover this story. So before watching the movie, I, I was like, oh, I know this story. I know it. And then I saw the movie and pretty much everything that happened that, that they covered on that on, on that episode pretty much happened in the in the movie, except for like a couple of things that I'm guessing were changed for like artistic uh, freedom. Yeah, we'll talk about that about those in a second, because I feel like they were missing. I feel like those things should have been in the movie to make it like stronger. Right. And everything. No, I want to know. I, I want to hear because I, I went into this movie at the complete opposite. Like I said, I didn't know anything about Gucci. So yeah. if you had read that synopsis to me before I went to see the movie, it would have been a completely different experience, right? Because yeah. I went in completely blind. I didn't know what Ridley Scott was trying to do. I didn't know how it was going to end because I guess everyone knew how it was going to end. <laughs> so I, I was the only sucker in the room that felt surprised when it happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, but, so, you, so you didn't know that he was going to die. That, yeah, I saying? didn't know he was dead. I I okay. thought this was a movie about an alive person. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. I I I listened to the to that and, and and I highly recommend everyone check out check out a morbid uh morbid's episode on on the on on the killing of of Mauricio Gucci. But maybe one day we'll have a crossover episode. Morbid. Hopefully, those those girls are seem fun. And, uh, but, but, but yeah, the main difference that I saw from that, from what I got from that episode and the movie is that the main difference was that, uh, so it's Mauricio Gucci, he has his, his, his father, and then he has, and then his father has this brother who's played by Al Pacino, and Al Pacino has a son. In, originally, in, in the story, he has four sons, and it's, and they're kind of fighting because it's four sons have 50% of Gucci and then Maurizio Gucci, who's Adam Driver, has the other 50%. So that caused a lot of drama because it's like, oh, these four so kids, these each four of boys, them has like 12% each. And pretty then, much. Because Maurizio yeah. is an only son, he has 50. Correct. So that was like another another piece of the puzzle that created more drama. In the movie, they changed that to only having, or at least one brother that showed up. I mean, in this movie, Jared Leto has the presence of four people. So yeah. Yeah, we need to talk about Jared Leto in this movie because I don't know if what he's doing is like campy fun or if he's just like unhinged. Like, what the fuck is happening with him in this movie? I think it's both. I uh, frankly, I, I think he's unhinged and that makes him campy and fun, but <laughs> I, I don't think he's all right. <laughs> I mean, we know he has a cold, we know he did all those horrible things as the Joker. Yeah, uh, they covered his tattoo in this movie with concealer, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that's definitely there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he he was having fun in the role, clearly. Yeah, but absolutely. Also, he's not well. Yeah, no, the entire I, I didn't realize that that was Jared Leto until like halfway through the movie. <laughs> like, there's a moment where I, where I just looked at his eyes and I was like. That's fucking Jared Leto, man. Hold like, on. It took me a second. It took me a second because he's, he's under such heavy like prosthetics and makeup that yeah. I didn't see. I, it. I watched this with a friend of ours, and yeah. and halfway through the movie, I turned to her and I told her, "Hey, that's Jared Leto." 
And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's Adam Driver. And I was like, no, 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 no. The, the, the other little one. goblin. The little goblin is Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, no, pr pr pretty much. Yeah, it, it took me a while because I was like, what what is happening like is this a joke like is it because like the way that he would talk and like his accent whether he would like elongate his sentences yeah, like, like... <laughs> my brother my my cousin i love you yeah like <laughs> it was so it was like unintentionally funny and like I, yeah the cadence was so weird because he would go up and then down and then back up again. Yeah. I make the pizza. Just like, yeah, he was like that the entire time. And like, I'm not going to try to replicate their accents because every time that I try to replicate any accent, I just end up sounding like Tommy Wiseau from The Room. So like, I'm, I'm just I, not going to try it. I think because of that, you should replicate everyone's accent in this movie. <laughs> Because they all they were all from like Milan, but they all talked like they were from different parts of Europe entirely. Yeah, it was it was very weird. And like and like Lady Gaga already does this thing with like her voice, like her normal speaking voice, where like she she kind of like adds that to that. If you've heard a, 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 any of her songs that were not singles, she has like usually sections of her songs where she just starts like mumbling or like uh, like talking. Like talking like... And she always does like this weird accent. So when I heard her in this movie, it, 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 it felt kind of right at home. So it was interesting. Yeah. I don't know, because I, I didn't watch A Star is Born. Okay. Um, so my, my only other experience with Gaga as, as an actor is um, American Horror Story. Okay. And I didn't watch Hotel. Yeah. So, so her most prevalent existence in my mind this is an ancient forest sex god <laughs> so, so i i don't i don't know if i could identify what you mentioned like about her usual boys but yeah yeah murder sex fairies usually what i think of when i think okay. of gaga um we could talk about gaga we could talk about jared leto um something very interesting happened when i was watching the movie i watched this movie in like in like a theater and it was just me and like 12 other people and it was a big theater okay and something really funny happened where like there's some there's a scene where lady gaga is watching tv and this this woman appears and she's like one of those that like oh you call her and like she she does like these card readings and it's salma hayek and the second yeah. that she pops up all 12 of us in the theater were like oh ajax <laughs> yeah like it was so funny like hey it, 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 it was like when australians here and australia on tv and they yeah. go like Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. like it, it, it was kind of like that yeah it fucked with me monumentally because i thought it was just a cameo i was yeah. like really they got selma hayek to pop up <laughs> on tv for like three seconds uh i know it turns out later on that she's like a full-fledged character it's like a movie. real person yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's very impactful when you first see her yeah um yeah it was it was really funny then like it was immediate like she just called her on the phone and they, they they just start talking and then she just keeps popping up just randomly like oh i guess i guess i'm still here um so she was great i, I thought she was she was really funny um there's uh um uh, the dads both the dads uh jeremy irons plays uh adam driver's dad and then uh al pacino plays jared leto's dad and 
look, Al Pacino, you know, we regard him as one of the one of the greatest actors that that, that ever lived. Italians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much like Jared Leto, I am like both shocked and confused at his entire performance, the entire movie, and not in a bad way. I am shocked and confused by Jared Leto's performance in a bad way, but I'm shocked and confused by Al Pacino's performance in a good way, if that makes sense. Like I was enthralled. The entire I don't know. Time. No, tell me more about it. Try no, to like, make sense of it. Every time that he showed up and like he would start talking, like he had these really weird lines that kind of felt like I, I, I don't know if he was improving them. I don't know what was happening, but like it was, there was this where like he was like lying on like a massage table and like they were just doing a massage and like he would like squeeze in like quips and it was like they felt kind of out of place, but they were also really like funny. I don't know how you, to explain. You know, I, it. I think what it was was it this. Um... Well, he, he's mostly used to inhabiting like this really intense, you know, like masculine characters. Even in, in the comedy movies he's in, he usually portrays, you yeah. know, like very masculine figures. And and in this movie, he he is still that. He's the patriarch uh, of his family, right? Yeah. But but in a very eccentric way. And and I think he's trying to like channel this kind of like unfathomable amounts of money type of eccentricity you know that you only get from fashion designers yeah uh, so i think that was kind of like his attempt at that to like bring that kind of just weirdness to it which which yeah. worked because you think it's weird yes yes and like uh, like definitely you know you know the, the the big difference between like between like a crazy person and an eccentric person is is money and i and yeah. i think you know i think you can really see <laughs> yeah. it seeing in this in this character um there's a there's a line um that uh jared leto says he goes uh what, what, what was the line uh never confuse shit with chocolate they, they may look the same but they taste very very different <laughs> and and i think that kind of explains the difference between an actual like good movie and like a very desperate Oscar Beatty movie, which yeah. I sadly think this is. Well, also a terrible line because chocolate doesn't look like shit very yeah. much at all, unless you're getting really bad chocolate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I yeah I guess it it does feel very Oscar Beatty, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I think it has its moments. I okay so. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, it, it can be campy, you know, it can be campy. You can treat it like a Rocky Horror type of movie. I don't I, know. I, I don't think so. I don't yeah, think I don't so. think so either. I don't Yeah. No, I, I don't think you could possibly ever do that. But I think maybe something is wrong with me because I also just think Rocky Horror is like an objectively good movie. <laughs> which i know you disagree with. I, I think it's it's enjoyably campy. I don't think it's good. <laughs> yeah well i did think this movie was pretty good like i i genuinely enjoyed it uh but i think and 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 this is something that i wouldn't say if eddie was here <laughs> that it was mostly because i was massively turned on the entire film <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 elaborate please <laughs> it is so for me this movie was such a sexual experience <laughs> just raw like 
sex power emanating from both uh, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, like <laughs> having two very sexy demons sitting on my shoulder, just gluing my eyes to the film. So <laughs> for for good chunks of it, I was just gone. I was just like, uh... <laughs> and and it wasn't just me, because I'm telling you, I saw it with a friend, and she yeah. spent the entire movie like hitting my arm <laughs> like oh my god he's shirtless in the movie. i don't even yeah i think he was shirtless in a couple of scenes i don't know <laughs> yeah, like barely yeah anyways i i think i think maybe us too we were like the core audience <laughs> for this film like the movie was made for you yeah because it worked on both of us oh my god Oh God. Okay. Um, well, this the, the, the seems like a right spot to, so if let's say you were, let's say you were like one of the, one of these fancy like movie critics and you say a quote while reviewing and then that quote gets used in like a poster, will that line be this movie fucks or like <laughs> this movie fucks? <laughs> How about this movie fucked me? <laughs> like... <laughs> straight up <laughs> oh god you know what i am uh i don't feel the same way but like i'm very glad that you do yeah <laughs> and like and our friend too like I, i'm i'm glad that movie did that to y'all because like I, I i enjoyed it I'm not gonna lie it it was it, it was two and a half hours felt two and a half hours felt really yeah, long so. Yeah. Felt really long, felt really heavy, and for like a good period of time, I'm just watching very attractive, very rich people drink espressos and smoke cigarettes, and like being just absolute bitches towards each other, and like I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if I hadn't heard the the podcast episode about it. Okay, I don't feel like I wouldn't have, have gotten enjoyed it more. I feel like I I could fill in the gaps better but i don't know if i would have gotten the whole thing without filling those gaps by myself because let me tell like, you about yeah. my roller coaster of emotions please do please do so it starts off as like a very sweet romance you know because i mean you, you have lady gaga just living her life you get to get a few shots of like she's like a middle class uh you know she's she's uh trying to make her place in the world and yeah. then uh, she meets um, she meets Maurizio, Maurizio and, and they kind of hit it off like kind of awkwardly because you know she's she's obviously interested, but she's yeah. kind of weird, and and you know it just works a little bit if if you see it that way, you know. And if you don't know that she's gonna kill him, <laughs> then that's the idea. You have the whole movie. You're like, oh, this is a cute couple. They were obviously very happy when they first got married. Um, because those those first few scenes where they are like living in, in the tiny apartment and yeah. before they get involved with the Gucci's, those have a very genuine vibe. They I, they are in Italy, so it looks a little bit like like they are living in Mexico City. It looks that <laughs> shitty. <laughs> so they they look like like uh, just the average experience of, of a newlywed uh, sure tricolor flag country couple. Same colors too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just reversed. Uh, so, so that that's that's what I had in mind through most of the movie, right? I was like, oh my mm -hmm. god, these two are 
great together. I want them to work out. So you when the cheating succeed, starts yeah. and yeah. and when they start to get distance and, and Mauricio is like, I don't love you anymore. I don't know. I don't feel about you the same way. I'm like, no, you do, but you do. It's Lady Gaga. <laughs> Just look at her bosom. <laughs> so, so part of me was just screaming, like, when are you going to notice that you wouldn't be anything without this woman by your side? You know, I was, I just wanted them to get back together. And then, and then when, when she goes up to, to Ajax and she's like, can you please kill my husband? <laughs> uh, I was like, oh my God, no way. She's going to try to kill him. <laughs> How are they going to stop her? And they don't. <laughs> they don't. He fucking dies. Uh, so, so that's, it, it was like, I'm telling you a completely different experience for me because because I enjoyed most of this movie as like a romance drama. Mm -hmm. and, and then the end really felt like a plot twist to me. Okay. So maybe I feel like, uh, you know, I joke about being horny about it and whatnot, but I, I don't think you were joking at all. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, that was completely sincere. I don't believe you. But it also captured me in, in like a, a very fun, dramatic way, you know, like it, it was, it was a yeah. nicely executed, uh, like conflicting romance. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and that's that's where I think I struggle a little bit to like to like work around it because I didn't know if the movie wanted to be a tragic romance. I didn't know if the, if if it was gonna be a legal uh, uh, battle about the future of Gucci. I didn't know if it was gonna. I didn't know what the movie wanted to be, and I think that's contrasted in like the editing. The editing took me out a lot yeah. through, through, throughout the movie there's this really bizarre scene where like we see uh Maurizio and Patrizia uh, go visit Maurizio's father and he's like oh I'm sick and like I'm about to die but like I'm really glad I got to see you son then it like cuts to like him like dead in uh, like his funeral and it's so and it I laughed like I laughed at that scene because it was like no you're like like he he, he dead like he, he's just dead now uh it was and, and like the movie's chunk full be, between that al pacino's uh uh antics jared leto's antics um there's like a lot go, go, going on here he, he has a whole weird arc right where where he's like i guess kind of living in his car for a yeah. hot minute and he goes pick up his dad from the airport and we get to see him just like try to pretend to still be rich for a minute so it feels yeah. like a comedy you know like he's clowning around and then we don't see him again for the rest of the movie and and we just get like a little uh pause script at the end that is like he died by the way yeah. <laughs> he died in the streets like okay maybe maybe you should have shown me that if you were gonna spend so much time like showcasing his weirdness we could you could have given me a little dead scene there. I think Ridley Scott was afraid that he 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 would have been like, okay, Jared, I'm gonna need you to die in this scene. I think he was afraid that he was just gonna like actually die just like, for like the performance. Oh, poof. Because <laughs> <laughs> because that was his thing too, right? Like he had this like I guess poof Flair. thing he he did yeah. like three times through the movie so yeah oh you 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 wanted it to be like a like a red herring like a like a like a what the fuck do you call that a uh like a like, like a Chekhov's gun <laughs> sure 
Sure. Let's call yeah, it that. A Maltese Falcon, yes. Sure. A a final a final girl. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, um, yeah, it's it a was, movie podcast. It's a movie podcast. We are movie reviewers. Uh, there's, yeah, so the movie is like chock full of, of scenes like that, and it's two and a half hours long. And like, it's, it's a movie that it's not gonna be for everyone. It's gonna be for either like people that uh, really like, really want to see this story. Or it's gonna be like for crazy unhinged uh, sexually depraved people. Yes, uh, me. Which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, no. The the thing is, to you, you're. It's not even a movie for people who are interested in the murder angle of it, right? Because I'm, I'm sure yeah. the morbid episode is way more interesting in that regard than this movie could be. Because yeah. the thing is, the entire movie, uh, Patricia is built up as like a. Like, like a figure yeah. you can empathize with. Yeah, because yeah. she has her flaws, yeah, and she's the one that push, pushes Maurizio to being, like, more drastic and whatnot. But but she's still kind of like a, you know, girl boss type, but, but in a good way, you know? Like a, sure. like a go-getter uh, type of character, you know? She had ideas that she wanted to execute. Yeah, them. yeah, and, and she was driven, and, and uh, I mean, Lady Gaga is super charismatic, so it worked out. And and then suddenly you have this very drastic shift at the end where she's like, okay, I'm gonna kill him, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's even like it's built up to like I'm gonna try to get him back, I'm gonna try to get him back, and then it turns into I'm gonna kill him, and and I feel like that would be very jarring if this was an original story. Yeah. But it's even worse because it's a real story. So it's like, why didn't you do the build up properly then? You know, because they they could have spent some of this movie like touching up on darker aspects of the character, you know, foreshadowing that she might turn to violence at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like they did a good job with that because that turn definitely feels like a 180 degree turn. Yeah, and that's where I think me knowing the story and me knowing like what happened in between them, them getting divorced really helped to like fill in those gaps because there's like this moment where they're, they, them trying to get divorced took like years, okay? Because like apparently Gucci kept kept giving kept giving her like uh, settlements like uh, okay we'll give you one million dollars if you just shut up and like leave Maurizio alone, and she said and like this is this is like the actual line that she said she said is that a uh, million dollars that's that's a box of lentils, that's nothing. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, like that, that's how she described. That put much. that in yeah. the movie. Yeah. yeah. Cause like that scene where like he dies and she goes to her diary and she writes uh paradiso like paradise like she's in heaven just like that really happened like that's a real thing yeah so there are aspects that are real i i highly recommend everyone listen to that episode before watching the movie because i feel like it really it, it, it's I, I i hate calling it this but it's required reading like it's, <laughs> okay it really helps to to get the full experience but i may be wrong because apparently you enjoyed the experience just by itself so yeah uh, yeah no i, I mean it's because i i feel like it's a special movie in in the sense that that it can hit you in very different ways depending on the context you have going into it you know Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, and, and in some ways it is weird because you have, uh, two hours of, of romance drama, you know, between these two very charismatic leads, 
um, and then 40 minutes of of murder mystery, serial <laughs> uh, mystery, just murder, you know, murder tension. Yeah. And it's not even done very well because, like, by, by the point it starts, you already know he's gonna die, and sure that the guy misses his first shot or something. But yeah. you're point blank; there's no one else there. It's. I feel like even that could have been. I mean, it's really Scott. He's directed so many like action movies. You know, he, he could have done that scene better. Uh, obviously, couldn't change what happened. It it actually happened, but mm-hmm. you could have done some more dynamic angles, some more like tense cinematography but it just felt kind of sterile uh the moment of his death um even the way that he falls doesn't feel right yeah Yeah. and and i don't know if it was supposed to be that way or not if if we are supposed to feel disconnected with him from this point because another thing that i wasn't sure about at the end is like okay i mean i i do kind of feel like i couldn't have it why patrizia would want to do that uh and and especially because you they don't mention that in the movie that that she gets that like vindictive with the settlements and stuff like that so so at that point i'm still feeling for her you know i'm still like i mean she's killing him sure but like she's heartbroken you know that's her husband uh so so i'm not even sure if the movie at the end is trying to say you know like Patricia was right. It's fine that she murdered Maurizio. <laughs> or, or if it's like, Patricia is the devil. She tricked you. I don't get it. Um, I think Lady Gaga encapsulated everything when she was giving interviews about this movie because they asked her like, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, there's like a moment where they're asking her about the movie, like, uh, oh, like, how do you feel about like the motive and like that she killed her husband and Lady Gaga said, and this is on record, she said, I don't believe in the over glorification of murder. I do believe in the empowerment of women. And <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what the movie is trying to do. <laughs> I think she I think she was still in character because like we've seen we've seen all these all these interviews of, of her like, oh, I had to go in such a dark place to like nail the accent. And it's like the whole movie is just like I make the pizza, make the and... pizza, but it worked. <laughs> I mean, say that it you worked. make the pizza. You did make the pizza. <laughs> and she said, it's a me, Gaga. It's a me, Gaga. Why wasn't she cast as Princess Peach? Why? Why? Oh wasn't my God, she... that would have been so good. I don't even know if Chris Pratt's going to do an Italian accent. <laughs> I don't believe that you will, like, at all. I cannot, I, I cannot picture his voice in Mario's body. That's like, gonna be so weird. Anyways, this, speaking of Mario, I feel like, like, uh, where is Leto. that sentence going? <laughs> I feel like Jared Leto looks like Wario and dresses <laughs> like Waluigi and sounds like Toad in this movie. It's like. <laughs> It's really oh, all God. over the place. Oh God! Can you put that in the poster? Can, can we like Photoshop <laughs> the poster? It's just like a picture of Jared Leto, and it's like Jared Leto dresses like Waluigi, talks like Wario, and no, sounds like. <laughs> he he looks like Wario, dresses like Waluigi, and sounds like Toad. Oh my <laughs> That's God! The tagline. Oh God! Uh, oh. We should just make our own posters for this movie. Yeah, that's that's th- there's an idea. Oh my God. Uh, we haven't talked about Adam Driver at all. Um, Surprisingly. So here's the thing about about I I I I do want like like a second to to talk about him. 
I think Adam Driver is one of the most dynamic and talented actors of like this century. And, uh, and I think it's gonna, it's gonna live and die on the fact that if he wins an Oscar, it will be because it's, it's late. And like, like they should just give him one because he's given us so many good characters and so many good performances that at this point, I almost take his, his acting for granted. And he's so good in this weirdly by being the most normal. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it really feels like he, he inhabits the character, like a normal person. Yeah. Like he's so soft and he's so like, well-spoken you, you like him. Like he is likable, but he doesn't stand out because everyone else is like at an 11 while he's at like a five and it's, it's really funny to watch because like everyone's just trying to overact over each other and he's just like i just i'm i'm, I'm just reading the script man hey like, <laughs> it's me adam <laughs> uh yeah and, and his character arc is is interesting because um he starts off as like this rebellious you know uh scion of of the house of gucci you know he he just wants to live a normal life He's completely okay with leaving everything behind to go on and live with um, with Patrizia, uh, and and he really sells that. You know, he he really looks like he's a little exasperated about being rich. He doesn't feel at all comfortable. You know, moving in those spheres. Uh, uh, he he exists there because because he he asserts his place. You know, at the parties that they're at. Uh, but when they go to fancy restaurants and things like that, he just look like I I don't want to live in this like stuffy atmosphere. You know. Um, and, and the, he really sells you on this like fairy tale, I guess, you know, like the classic, like, oh, marry a rich prince, you know, gotta get all the money. And, and that's what the movie tries to be at first, I feel like. Uh, and, and then, you know, Patrizia keeps pushing him towards, you know, the, the sins of his family, uh, you know, like the old avarice and, um, uh, the, the deceit and whatnot. And, he he goes to into it you know but with reluctance right like for most of the movie it feels like he doesn't really want to do the things that patricia is suggesting he does but he just kind of does them um and then we also have a complete 180 uh completely unexpected right where he just kind of starts hating her uh and and I, it also feels like there's not much of a build-up to it it just feels like it starts happening yeah, I feel like I got to be okay with that because, again, like for the first time, for the first time, it's because I've seen like that, I've heard that that uh, podcast episode. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know if like maybe it was me like filling, filling in, the, in the gaps. Yeah. Uh, maybe because I, also like I heard that and like a week later I watched the movie, so like it was pretty fresh on my mind. And yeah, um, other than that, the movie was fine. I thought the movie was good. Clearly, clearly Oscar Beatty. I yeah. don't, I, I, I think if at most it gets nominated, I don't think it's going to win anything. Uh, Lady Gaga's, uh, I don't, uh, I think she could win if Spencer hadn't come out. Uh, I feel like that's going to blow her out of the water, honestly. And uh, what's up? No, no, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to, uh, I don't know. It's it's gonna get a couple of, of nominations, but we'll see we'll see where it, we'll see where it lands. So, so you think Spencer is gonna get best actress? I, absolutely, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stewart really 
you know, I feel like she even looks like Lady Diana from some some angles, you know. Yeah, like, they really nailed Ooh. the characterization. Yeah, and you know, she she has experience. You know, she she she's played a character that marries into a blood sucking family of demons. So you know, it's not her first time doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, House of Gucci, House of Gucci, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fun movie, pretty, pretty fun ride. Yeah, it, I don't know it, if definitely, I... it could have been shorter. Uh, yeah. It could have been two hours instead of two forty. Yeah, I'm not eager to rewatch it again, but like, I'm glad that I that I watched it. I thought it was definitely interesting. Um, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna be like father, son, and the House of Gucci. Like that's. Uh, what, what did you think about the costume design? Uh, it's a movie about about clothes. I think it kind of nails it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't own anything Gucci, so like I'm not I would like. Never. Yeah. I don't I don't I I didn't know what was like what like was specific and like I I know the double G and I know that it's like a, a, a green red green like that those like strip stripes like that's like the main thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if those are real pieces. I don't know if it's just made in like costume. And I don't know if them being Gucci pieces in a Gucci movie gave gives them more gives it more of a of a of a price. Hopefully, maybe that maybe. that would be an interesting thing. Like a, like a hey, look at these Gucci pants. They were in the Gucci movie. Uh, relaunch. Yeah. Relaunch. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, it, it, it 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 was sleek. I I would definitely pair this movie. With all the money in the world, which is another movie that Ridley Scott directed a, a few years ago, I feel like these two are like sister movies. Like you could really, you could really put them together um, if you want to do like a back-to-back rich people Ridley yeah. Scott in, in the Ridley like, Scott cinematic universe. Of course, yeah. Between this and then at the same time that this is happening, uh, Matt Damon is lost in space in Mars. <laughs> yeah, um, and who knows? Maybe, maybe the Gucci company ends up uh, funding you know the the space travel that we see in blade runner so uh you know <laughs> this could go anywhere this really could go anywhere um yeah but overall overall um yeah i enjoyed it pretty fun wouldn't call this uh you know how people say like oh that's gucci when they, when they mean like that's something good gucci yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say this about this movie but i would say it's it's all right it's yeah like, I, you know i would say like yeah watch it it's i i wouldn't i wouldn't be like hey it's the best movie in the world like you I, were saying that you were horny while watching it yes you. yeah are. but but i know me and maybe i don't want other people i know to be horny so <laughs> so maybe maybe if i don't want someone to be horny i won't tell them to watch this movie okay. uh so <laughs> it did work on me but and i did enjoy it uh, but like you said, I, I don't think I would, I told you I might watch it again today. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't. I just watched Shaman King all morning. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and I, I did kind of want to go into it, but not eagerly enough, you know, to like rent it or pirate it or something like mm-hmm. uh, I, I'll watch it again when it like crosses, comes across my plate. Uh, but I'm, I'm not necessarily going to go seek it out. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, well, you want to give it a score? <laughs> double D's, <laughs> thirty-six double D out of hundred. 
This is the most, this is officially the most unhinged episode of the world. Back. Thank you it's for your bad. service, Jimmy. Uh, uh, I would score this a, a, a 7.5 out of 10. A 7.5? I was going to yeah. go for a 6.8. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Not quite 69, <laughs> but I was there. Oh my God. This episode is going to come with like a parental guidance sticker on it. It really should. (laughs) Oh God. We Uh, haven't said a single anti-drug thing the entire thing. Uh, Do they do cocaine in this movie? I don't remember seeing any cocaine, but I am absolutely sure that Jared Leto was on cocaine. They must must have been doing cocaine at some point in this movie. Don't do it, kids. Don't do any cocaine. Oh uh, God! Just don't, uh, don't cheat on your wives. Don't smoke. Don't. Uh, uh, God. Okay. Don't buy Gucci products. Yeah, don't buy Gucci products. Like, if if I learned anything from this movie is that actually it's okay if you buy the the bootleg Gucci yeah. products. From, I feel from like the they gave us permission at this yeah, point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because Al Pacino was like, "No, nah, it's fine." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, they, yeah, I feel yeah. like the the money that i paid to watch this movie in theaters is like all the money that gucci's gonna get from me oh like, definitely definitely definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah um yeah no i give it a a, a 7.5 it's enjoyable definitely watch it if you're if you're gonna if, if you're gonna do like your oscar thing but other than that um seek it out only only if you're interested definitely definitely seek out the the morbid episode on it because i think that's way more entertaining and you can then you can listen to it while you know running on a treadmill are, are the so, nominations out yet no not yet no okay so the the awards are on march 27th yeah okay they usually uh, so, release them like a month before so what what do we think are are gonna be the the best movie predictions oh uh, i think it's gonna be somewhere between uh belfast i think uh I think Spencer will be nominated. I think uh, oh, I didn't uh, see Belfast. Oh, um, me neither. But like, I know that it's gonna be nominated. Like, oh. I just know it. Uh, I I really wanted to see uh, Licorice Pizza. Oh, really? Yeah, that too. Licorice Pizza. But they didn't release it here. I think Don't Look Up will be nominated. Uh, Hell, is this it- Coda Dune? <laughs> I don't think Coda will will be. Sadly, I think. Uh, fuck. Uh, you you think Don't Look Up? Yeah, that that's. I think Don't Look Up, and I think it's definitely gonna win some stuff. I think Dune will be nominated. I think uh, the Green Knight hopefully gets something. I don't uh, know what it would get. I don't know. Maybe special effects or something. Uh, if there's any justice in the world, Malignant will be nominated for something. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah i think mostly it's gonna be those what's come on come on have you heard of that one i have heard of that but i haven't seen it it's with uh it's with uh uh what's his face no it says joaquin phoenix oh it's joaquin phoenix (laughs) he really looks like taika watiti when he's in black and white they are both definitely they're both definitely men with like uh uh salt and pepper hair definitely yes yeah um yeah uh but yeah I, I think king richards will be nominated and i think will smith might win um Ooh, i have to watch that one 
Yeah, I think this one, uh, I think The Power of the Dog, which came out on Netflix with Benedict Cumberbatch will be nominated for some stuff, uh, probably directing. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom might, be, might get nominated for something. I think French Dispatch might get some stuff. Um, but yeah, did you like Did you like the, the music in Tick, Tick, Boom? I did, I did like the music uh, in Tick, Tick, Boom. Okay, sing a song from it. They're singing happy birthday. You just want to lay down. All right, right. okay. I'll believe yeah, you. I'll believe you. I'll believe you. I'll believe you. I'll believe you. I got you. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I had this article from Billboard pulled up uh, okay. where where they they compiled uh, excerpts from like a bunch of of uh, critic pieces for this film, right? Okay. Uh, and I, I was going to go through it, do a little internet on tape, but I, I don't think I should. I'm just going uh, I'm, I'm to say, like, it really seems like everyone feels 68 to 7.5 about this movie. It's a very 68 to 7.5 movie. Yeah. But, pe but people, are, but it might get nominated because it's, it's one of those movies. It's, it's it is definitely. Much... And you know, the Academy only watches Oscar bait movies. <laughs> of course, you know, they will never nominate. I am so scared that like, uh, my favorite movie of the year is the Mitchells versus the machines. And like, I'm so afraid that it might not even get a nomination for No, best of course animated. not. Encanto is going to get best animated feature film and maybe I... even best music. <sighs> yeah. I think it's going to be somewhere between Encanto and Luca, but like, I wish Mitchell vs. the Machines will get it. I oh. wish. Okay. We'll see in March. We'll see. Um, you should check out uh, Bell, which I think just came out over there and it's going to come out here this weekend. So, oh, by Mamoru yeah. Soda? That's the one, yeah. It's literally the third time he does Summer Wars. I saw the trailer and I was yeah. like, this dude's just doing Summer Wars again. So it's <laughs> like when it, it's like when he did Mirai and it's and it's the girl who left through time again. Yeah, yeah. It, it, he's it, but the thing is he he did Summer Wars as a Digimon movie and then yeah. he did it as an original movie. <laughs> because he wanted to do it, yeah. <laughs> and now he's doing it again, uh, but about VTubers this time. Yay. And and I want to watch it so bad, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right, so you, you know what? Watch it. I'm going to try watching it this weekend. We can review it next week. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. 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 I'll, I'll see you here maybe next week. And uh, for now, yeah. let's sign out. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, you, you can check out our feeds, The Rollback. We are available at Spotify, iTunes, uh, pretty much uh, YouTube, pretty much any site that allows us uh, to, you know, share with you our horrible, horrible opinions. Thank you, Jamie, for joining us on this episode. You are always welcome on the show. And yeah, the, my name was Shema. Uh, I was Jimmy. And this was The Rollback. The Rollback. Signing off with a reminder to please, 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 don't murder your ex-husbands. Or because do. They will, because they will find out. <laughs> Maybe. They will find out. Also, if you, go to the, if you go to the movies, don't sit next to Jimmy because you might have to hit him in the shoulder. Once I do not. I do not leave my tuggies at the movies. I promise you. <laughs> I do not leave my tuggies at the movies.